Welcome to this episode of Will Hilson Under the Magnifying Glass. In this episode, I invited a great guy called Zig to come and talk to us about the Rainbow Camp. The Rainbow Camp is a camp for LGBTQ plus youth and allies. And as a kid, Zig was an attendee and later he became a camp counselor. We discussed LGBTQ plus youth, the importance of a support group, acceptance, and a lot more. I'm telling you, Zig is probably amongst the most inspiring people my team and I got to meet. When the interview ended, we literally were on a cloud for hours. So I hope that you guys will enjoy this interview as much as we enjoyed recording it. By the way, if you hear my voice, you probably already know that you can listen to this interview. That said, you might not be aware that this interview was also filmed for my YouTube channel. So you can go at youtube.com slash willhilson if you want to see me interview Zig. So without further ado, here is the interview. Zig, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us who you are in relationship with the Rainbow Camp? I went to Rainbow Camp when I was 16 and mm -hmm. I'm 20 now. And I went from like 16 to um, 18 and then when I was 19 last year, I was my first year as a counselor. So basically, what is the camp? You go there because you are part of the LGBTQ plus community, is that right? Well, you can go there if you're part of like the LGBT mm -hmm. community, but you can also go there for like an ally. So we've had like <laughs> allied youth come, we've had like um, kids who have like LGBT parents come mm -hmm. like this one girl that came one year just had a lot of friends that were like LGBT and she's like you know I'm straight I'm cis but like I'm here because like I want to learn more and what is the aim of the camp it's the I'd say that the main aim of the camp is for like LGBT like although allied youth come mm -hmm. I think the really the main um, aim is like for these um, kids that come to come up feeling more confident in themselves to like have learned more about like their community and like ways that they can like live like true themselves and stay like safe. Right. And how many kids do attend the camp every year? Um, we had like a few more last year, but when I was going as a camper, we'd get to be around like what like twenty five probably up there. That's really cool. Where does the camp take place? Up north? Um, of Ontario? Right near Sault Ste. Marie. It's in a okay. place called Thessalon. What's the age range? Twelve, like through and through twelve to eighteen. Without generalizing, what's their family background like? Um, it's all varied. Like, mm -hmm. you have kids like me who grew, who are from very accepting families, mm -hmm. um, or you have kids who are, like, living in, like, group homes or shelters. We get a lot of kids from CAS. Right. That was, like, a really, like, eye-opening thing because, like, a lot of the LGBT youth community are living in care because they don't have supportive families. So it's a safe place for them to be really who they are. Yes. Yeah. I was speaking with um, Harry, which is the director of the camp, mm -hmm. am I right? Yeah. And, and he was telling me about how the demography is changing, which is a very interesting aspect for me. So how is the demography changing? When I went there, there was my first year in 2013, um, there was maybe about one, two, three, I'd say like five to seven trans kids. So like that includes like non-binary yeah. and binary trans right. people. Um, and then, but the rest were like bisexual, pansexual, gay, lesbian, um, queer, but nothing that had to do with somebody's gender. Most of it was like people experiencing stuff with their sexuality. Right. And then now coming as a counselor this first year, we had majority of kids were 
not binary trans people, like not men and women, people who that were gender neutral, gender fluid, or agender, and it was wow. like, that was the majority. We had one cisgender that I know, cisgender gay right. man there. Wow, interesting, right? Yeah, it was a, it's been a huge shift. I was like, wow. Okay, so what happens from the first day? So how do you introduce these kids? You know what, themselves? it's honestly, I made the mistake when I went there when I was 16, yeah. um, that I asked my counselor, like, like what are you? Because, yeah. like, I didn't know. It's personal, it's, isn't it? It's, it's so personal yeah. and it's so it's so rude to mm -hmm. ask and it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it, it kind of comes out in conversation, oh, by the, oh, like, you're a gender, I'm a gender too, like, um, we're, we're having discussions about the community, people will say, like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm trans and, like, this is mm -hmm. my experience from that, mm -hmm. but nothing like that where you go around and ask because it's very... It puts people in boxes, doesn't it? It does, but it's also just really rude. It's like somebody yeah. asking you something really personal yeah. about your life and maybe you don't want to tell. I think it's definitely not something you should ask. <laughs> we don't ask that. We go over right. like, terminology. Yeah. We did that last summer, but we don't we don't say like, we don't go around and ask people what they yeah. are. And it's discouraged at the camp for kids to go around okay, and just randomly what I was ask. ask. Yeah. yeah, it's discouraged. Right. You shouldn't be going around and asking your friend like, oh, like, what are you? Also, I was um, wondering, so you were a camp attendee yourself. Yes. How was the experience for you? Amazing, life-changing. Really? I'd be, a, I'd be a totally different person. Really? Like, How so? Like my friends here today with yeah. me from Rainbow <laughs> Camp, like, um, I'd be a different person without the camp because I, I learned just myself, like discovering myself. I learned a lot about the community just from mm. like stuff in my city, which wasn't a lot of the time, and then like online and just things like that. But going to the camp and like seeing all these other kids that were my age who came from different backgrounds, mm. like different family situations, and then also like these different identities mm. and these different experiences. Um, I was just like, wow, like coming into that camp, like I always tell people, like I was still saying, that's so gay. Yeah. Um, because. I didn't like understand like I was like oh like I don't actually mean that's gay I'm just I'm just using it as like yeah. an expression um, and it wasn't until I met people who were like hey like this is why that's actually really hurtful and I was mm -hmm. like oh my god but it took that to open my eyes yeah so I was really ignorant going into that camp and I think I still am but like coming up now like you just learn so many experiences and are kids these days more aware of these things than we were when we were kids I think so yeah I think so yes yeah. I think especially in the past three years mm -hmm just because of the media attention it's gotten. Yeah. But I think they're more aware because of the ability to communicate with so many people. I'd say mm -hmm. like like when I was growing up there was still like the internet when you were growing up there was still yeah. the internet. But it was very like it was MSN. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what it, yeah. Was. it was restricted, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> even MSN. like the older people were like maybe like twenty seven now, like they didn't really have that no. too. Um, and I think now that it was the internet's developed so much to be able to stay in mm -hmm. contact and if you're mm -hmm. questioning yourself you just go online and it's there's people you can talk to there, and YouTube videos, like for me, was like a huge <laughs> thing, because people, it's so much easier for people to share their experiences and connect with yeah, people. It people. really helped me too, yeah. What motivated you to, to become a camp counselor after your experience? Like, one, I didn't want to leave Rainbow Camp. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, like, <laughs> so uh, wait, wait, so, as soon as you stopped being an attendee, you became a counselor. counselor? There was wow, no okay, time right. in between. Right, right. And uh, that was a big one, but also, like, I just, like, um, I love the people there, and I wanted yeah. to go back and yeah. see some of them. And what's the role of a camp counselor in, in this very particular camp? I'd say, one, to be a good role model. Yeah. Um, to make sure that all your campers make it through the week. Yes, uh, don't fair move, Don't lose a camper or anything like that. Yeah. You know, regular camp counselor yeah. duties. Um, but also to, like, help people keep an open mind, I think. Okay. And help people feel, like, accepted and validated mm -hmm. and, like, safe. Mm -hmm. So you... Of course, in, during this camp, I, I assume that you tackle very 
sensitive issues sometimes. Do you have any training before going to the camp? Yes, you yeah. have a full week of training okay. before the mm. camp. And what's happening during that training? Regular camp training, but also like we talk about stuff like self-harm. What happens if you have a kid who mm. is struggling with self-harm? What happens if somebody self-harms at camp? Because we get a lot of people who are um, living in care and stuff mm -hmm. come to okay. the camp as well as people who are maybe talking to psychologists mm. at the time or like seeking that kind of right. help right. I get and then they'll get referred. Mm. Being teenagers hard enough, and then yes. you add on all this other stuff. I'm gonna use being trans as because mm -hmm. I can talk about that the mm -hmm. best. But like when you're you're trans, you have everything going on with your body, mm -hmm. which is like a lot of stress. Yeah. Everything going on socially, where people seeing you as something that you're not. Mm -hmm. That's another added stress. Mm -hmm. Add on being a teenager. Now add on if you're kicked out of the house, <laughs> living on the streets or in care, and not accepting a family. That's a lot to deal with. Absolutely. So the, all these kids come to camp with a lot of baggage, and you might have like some kids who are experience self-harm or like eating disorders mm -hmm. or all these different kinds of things mm -hmm. so we just talk about like how to handle that and like how to be aware for that they are just they regular are just kids. regular kids, I've been right? a camp counselor at yeah. regular camps and they they really are like there's no they run like any other difference. kids they... exactly and yeah. there's nothing really different about our camp except yeah. to, honestly like these camp kids just have more of an open mind and I think that you know with the whole like the mental health aspect that rainbow camp does have because we have high-risk youth maybe we have a few more of them but I think like not even some for some camps like a lot of camps you will get high risk kids because those kids like coming in care coming from like um, mental health background come to camp a lot of the kids just get referred to summer camps in general in that sense we are really similar I think because of just rainbow camp being rainbow camp I think that we get a lot I'd say better training mm -hmm. for dealing with that kind of yeah. stuff than what I've seen at other camps like, they're yeah. very on it you were speaking earlier about being a role model. Did you have a role model in your time being at the camp? Yeah, I had count yeah. counselors here and there, like yeah. just for different things that I think were like really cool. Is it easier so. to identify to these people as um, a teenager? I think I think so. Like, yeah, like I didn't have I didn't have any counselors that like had my experience in mm -hmm. the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. So like, there was nobody to really look up to in that sense. But um, just there were just counselors who were like really good people, and I think. If you compare to Rainbow Camp Council, like they're still living in your community. They still have experiences that, you know, somebody who's straight and cis wouldn't have experienced, so they can still connect on that level. <laughs> and I think that learning about like their stories and there's a whole community aspect to it, right? Mm. It's one thing to be gay or it's one thing to be bi or trans, but then there's another thing to be that and be connected to your community. Because yeah. it so. doesn't just define you, right? No. It's not the only thing that defines no. us no. in this room, right? There's so many there's different so aspects. There's so much more, yeah, absolutely. And then like there's like learning about the community through these people that are older, but it's also like, oh, you like football? I like football too. So what kind of activities do you do during the camp? Do you, is there a lake? What, what oh, do yeah. you do? It's on lake. Yeah. I think it's Lake Huron. I don't know, 100% sure. <laughs> but it's on, a, it's on a, a big lake. Okay. And you go like, um, you can go canoeing. Uh, we do like improv games, like those okay. kind of camp stuff, but then um, we also do um, some things that are specific to like, that brings in the whole community aspect. Okay. And then we do also do like sessions uh, they have like more of an academic background. We talk about, you know, what is gender. Um, let's talk about like what gender is, like what is being trans. Like, talk about identity and like ourselves. Like, how do all our different aspects of ourselves like, um, like come together? Like our financial situation, our family. Like, talk about mm -hmm. that stuff. How everybody's affected by like different things in their lives. So just that kind of like self learning mm -hmm. things. And we do like we do lots of crafts and arts and. Yeah. Um, as well as we have somebody come in from the area who's great and you talk about sexual health and then okay. specifically pertaining to like the LGBT community because we have different needs sometimes. How do parents look at this camp? I it's, um, it's probably positive, isn't it? I, I, a lot of the, the parents that will 
send their kids there yeah. because again we do have a lot of kids who are in care so mm -hmm. there's no there's so there's parents in the picture but you never really they're I, not the they're decision not, maker they're not the main decision yeah. maker no it's the mm -hmm. the people who are in care but the one kids who um who do come with though, that come from a family background like they're usually pretty supportive because they have to send their kid get of course kid there, right? of course um but you know there are the families the kids which is the majority in care and some of the, the families are like oh i don't i don't really like um Rainbow Camley, I think it's it's bad for you. It's gonna make you gay, or it's gonna mm -hmm. make you trans. And I, I have one friend who went to Rainbow Camp, and at the time he um he came there thinking that he was a gay woman, but he came out realizing he was like, I'm not a woman. This is why I feel about things I feel about my body, and I'm actually a boy. I just I learned this at camp. And he came back, and the mother was like, Camp did this to you, like mm -hmm. Camp brainwashed mm -hmm. you, um, and like wouldn't let him wear boys' clothes. And but it's quite the opposite, right? Camp yeah. helped that person it helped knowing. Him. He wouldn't. He would have lived like a large portion of his life as like mm -hmm. pretending to be something he's not, pretty much. And it's a matter of one week. One week, right? Yeah, it changes someone's life in one week. Yeah, and like, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and he's uh, happier now. But like, the mother went from being like really supportive to being like not. Yeah. Because she was okay with having a mm. lesbian child, but not a not a boy as a child. And can you see a difference between the first day and the last day of camp? So when yes. a kid comes in the first day and you yes. see him or her leave. At the last day of camp, what what's happening? Yeah, I what's think, the difference? Well, like I've worked at other camps before, right? Yeah. So it's the general thing where everybody comes in. Yeah. You have they might come as friends or like they you might the extroverted kids are usually like really excited, yeah. and then you have like the shyer kids mm -hmm. who are like I'm gonna like sit in this corner and not talk. They to come anybody. out of their shell. Yeah, and so like they it's just watching like people make friends with each other and these yeah. these relationships form and then. Um, people like again people discovering themselves. You might have a kid who comes in as Jim and he was like, oh my god, I'm not Jim. I'm like I'm water. I'm like actually a girl. Like, yeah, I want to use Sally instead, and they they'll come up with a different name and different mm -hmm. pronouns. Um, and in my cabin last year, I had a girl who, uh, a little girl who was trans. She was like twelve, and she came in. She she was using um, a, a female name, but it was just a, sh a short form of her. Like it could be like a nickname of her male name. Okay. And then that she was given, and she realized during camp, she's like, I don't know. I've been tossing around for a while, but like this camp has made it as like a. A, a space that I can try out a new name because we have name tags every day. Okay. And then you can put like a new pronoun if that's what you want to try or a new name, and everybody okay. has to do it. That's great. Um, and she was wow. trying out these names, and she came up. She was like, you know what, this name that I tried it really works for me. I'm gonna do it. And she was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna legally go with this name. Right. Interesting. So we had kids great. who tried new names like every day because they were in that process of trying to legally change it or like wanted yeah. to. They just right. wanted to pick a name that worked for them. Right. And then we have other kids who are like, I don't know, like. I think I'm gender fluid. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll try using they pronouns. So it's that space for people to explore without worrying of having to fit a label. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's really important mm -hmm. because I think a big issue in the community is people, like especially with youth, is like it's we should be exploring and figuring ourselves out. Yeah. I think people hear about like th these things and they might be like, oh yeah, I'm totally this, and then they'll tell their friends that or tell their school. But I think you know claiming that label. And then they're realizing, like, oh, my God, this isn't me. Like, I'm actually this. Like, spaces like Rainbow Camp where people can explore without having to stick that mm. label on them mm. is not only helpful to them, but to these, these all these communities under the umbrella. Can we talk about logistics a little bit? Mm. Dorms, how does it work? It's awesome yeah. because it's done by age group. Okay. So it doesn't matter if you're fluid um, or neutral or male or female. Like, you're whatever. You just... Age groups. To age groups. Easy. Great. Same with bathrooms. Bathrooms aren't gendered at all. No, and exactly. After, especially I mean, after being at Rainbow Camp, it's so simple and people think it's so complicated. Exactly.
we're just yeah. doing our business. Exactly. Aren't we? Exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Behind yeah. the screen, it says yes. Yes. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yes. So, if people want more information about the camp and maybe how they can help, where could they go? You just go on, uh, just type in Welcome Friend on Google, search okay. Welcome Friend Rainbow Camp, mm -hmm. and the website comes up, and then there's all the information on there about like the Welcome Friend organization, but then it also, there's a tab on there that says Camp. It's all on there. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks so you much for having very me. very inspiring. It was really cool. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. much for doing this. This is rad. I hope it goes great. Hopefully. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Yay. You were great. If you want more interviews like this one, well, you're in luck because we have made a series of interviews. You can check the whole thing on my channel. You can also subscribe and give us both a like because that helps us a lot. Don't forget to give us a comment and we'll see you very, very soon. Ciao, ciao! Oh. <laughs>